Welcome to Third World Gaming featuring Critical Index. My name is Martin, and with me in this episode is Charles AK Sword Knight. It's been a long while, buddy. Yep, long time indeed, and welcome, welcome everybody. I hope you're all listening and enjoying yourselves. And speaking of enjoying, uh, I've heard a couple of episodes back from the Naughty Boys. Man, you're uh, you're still into the whole Animal Crossing thing. How's the island so far, man? I have terraformed quite a bit, and it's never a finished product. I mean, I'm like other friends; they they they're continuously rebuilding the island, so you you can kind of keep on you know working on it. And after you finish one or two major projects on your island, you're like, what's next? And then you start looking at the next thing. Then you start renovating. You start moving things around again. And the cycle continues. And especially now with the month of July, they've released this uh, new summer content where you can go diving. So that's a whole new thing to check out. You can go diving and you can go get all these new materials. You can also, you know, check out all of the new summer stuff in the shops typically and you can just keep on playing but you know i try to keep that controlled and balancing it out now with other games as well so you know it's not just a single obsession and i'm sure that you know everybody who's played enough games will understand that you'll always be having multiple obsessions over a period of time uh have you been enjoying the diving thing any you know, items you've been, you know, collecting or foraging under the sea? I'll be honest, I actually haven't tried it yet because in the past couple of weeks, I've been trying to branch out into other games. So I've been kind of playing low with a bit of the Animal Crossing in recent days, but I still check in, but I haven't had the chance yet to check out the summer stuff, especially now that I've also gotten a little bit back into Destiny with the recent uh, season and also the past week subsession, which is Arc Survival Evolved. Mm, nice, nice. So I heard about this when we were chatting before the recording. It, it's like a monster hunting game, but this time it's legit little medley dinosaurs. It's uh, imagine it's a mix of Minecraft building and survival because you need food, you need uh, warmth, or you need you know cooling depending on where you are. You also need to also tame beasts or you know, specific dinosaurs and other ancient things to help you you know make your survival a bit easier. Recently, we are me and my tribe have decided to go into animal breeding, well, dino breeding. And unfortunately, Whoa. one of our newest uh, eggs that hatched a baby Tyrannosaurus Rex called Chibi Rex, yeah. unfortunately died. Wait, they died? Because some, yeah, you're, yeah, everything dies. You die. And the dinos die. Because somebody oh. on, the, on the tribe forgot to feed the, didn't get to feed the, the dinosaur, the T-Rex. And so she died, little Chibi Rex. We barely knew you. Oh, man. So like, you can have like flying mounts and you can mount a lot of different um, dinosaurs, like the T-Rex. You can mount that. You can mount a brontosaur. You can wait, mount a pteranodon. Wait, so how they die if you don't feed them how long? Like he died because uh, he... This one was a baby fed. and it continuously eats a lot. Oh, so so you like, know what happens when you don't feed a baby? It yeah, just it dies cries. so easily. It di oh, okay. I see, I see. But... If yeah, you you're you're mm -hmm. but if it's a full grown adult dinosaur and you forget to It takes a while. It takes a while, okay. Yeah, because they have like a they have a hunger meter. So oh my it kind of go, goes down. You so know you need to keep them fed. And depending on what kind of animal it is, either you feed them berries and fruits or you feed them raw meat from other kills oh. that you've made. You know what this reminds me of? It's ironically mm -hmm. reminding me of Sims 1. If you can't take care of the baby for the first few days, it easily... Yeah, the, the social services lady just comes in, swoops in, and he's gone or she's gone. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of building as well because you can create your own shelters. And as you level up, you can go up this tech tree and start moving on from 
thatch housing into houses made of wood, made of stone, made of metal. So you have your own and house yeah. as well. God dang it. Well, I've, I, yeah, I've built a couple houses. We've moved around a bit across the map because of resources. So we're, we're currently in our, our main base is currently the second one that we've set up. And it's kind of interesting because it's in the middle of this jungle mountain area where even we get lost trying to find our own home base from time to time. Holy smokes. Like, how big is this map? And because this is an MMORPG type thing, right? It's, yeah, it's an MMO of sorts. It's a large server, although, yeah, the, the number of people's per server isn't usually that high because people kind of rotate between time zones. Oh, but yeah, okay. it, uh, it's interesting. There are some regulars that you get to see that you don't really... Well, you can choose to interact with them on global chat, but <laughs> I generally prefer to just kind of, you know, stay in my lane okay. and survive. <laughs> Besides, those guys are already like super high leveled and I'd rather have to, and I want to play the, the experience where you start from practically nothing and then you start building your way up towards that tech. I don't want that stuff to kind of just be handed to me to an extent. Although a few freebies from time to time would be nice. Yeah, actually, <laughs> especially when they have higher level weapons and stuff, right? Okay. You, you generally can pick up stuff that people drop. It's just that, you know, the drops usually have an expiry period. Suppose you drop like a sickle there for, uh, you drop a sickle, it'll, ex it'll expire and disappear within like two minutes. Oh, God, okay. So you people can't just leave stuff around. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun game. If you enjoy Minecraft and also enjoy... Uh, Monster Hunter to some extent, then it's a nice uh, mix of the two. You can build your own house, you can craft food and drink to survive, and then you hunt and tame dinosaurs to help make your life easier by either hunting more dinos or helping you gather resources like stone and wood. Gosh, I, I forgot the game I was playing last time. It's like a Monster Hunter game, but for free in the PSN. Ah, was it? No, it was not, it's not Dauntless. Or is it, oh, yeah, is it, it is. Dauntless. Yeah. But yeah, I, I was... just, I don't know, I lost interest in it after one week, so I had to take, delete what I downloaded from Mix's house because at that time, ah. they, I was there. He had way faster internet than my internet in, in the right. Philippines. Now, my internet here is normal speed in Brazil, but I still want to... Maybe in a few years, I'll oh. upgrade to 100 Mbps. This is, the max nice. here is like 35 or 40 Mbps, but that's way fast enough anyway for me. I'm yeah, good enough. I mean, especially with what you, if you've been accustomed to the 5 and 10 Mbps back at home. Can't even taste 10 Mbps at home. <laughs> Maybe 5 <Yeah>. at most. <laughs> that's why the moment that I had the opportunity to earn enough and, you know, get good internet i i took the chance and i haven't really looked back since yeah it's, and yeah it's it's great it's, it's, it's been really hard. nice <laughs> i consider myself lucky to be able to you know to support some of the hobbies that i do even if work is a little on the stressful side but yeah you know you you pay for you pay for things it does come at a cost <laughs> such as the eternal struggle of gamers. Either you have a lot of time, but not enough money, or you have a decent amount of money, but you rarely get the time to really sit down and play for extended periods Yes, because, because of the work that pays for your gaming. <laughs> yes, like today, I don't even think mm -hmm. I have the time to play too much because I got to do some drafts for Monday, and it's a Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Weekends should be longer. <laughs> yeah, actually. Uh, speaking of uh, you know, uh, games, I heard you played Ark on, you play it on PC, so it's on Steam, right? That's right. Man, and I saw the sale right now. Uh, Steam sale making me want to sa not save my money because I'm waiting for Retromania Wrestling coming on Steam. So I'm stacking up the money, like stacking up like every other or one month I, I get a code just to add to my wallet and then last month was persona 4 golden royal oh persona 4 persona 4 golden persona 5 royal right uh golden in steam the steam store golden yeah it's not First on sale steam. though 
Yeah, that's why I'm saying, uh, is it on sale? Nope, still 67 hei, so it's like 700 pesos or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like say, pass. Uh, <laughs> well, the sale is still going on until July 9, 10 a.m. Pacific. Oh, sword 9. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, when, when they listen to this episode, it'll be done already by two weeks or three weeks past. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, how have you been holding on to your money? Because I saw a game I wanted to play and I wanted to download that night. Um, I'm not sure if you're a fan of this game. It's called Baldur's Gate 2 Remastered. I, I played the uh, original one. Yeah, I have it. I have it. I, I bought it on my Steam. I, I already have it. It's been there for a while and I have played it <laughs> because Baldur's Gate is awesome. And it is a classic RPG that if you are a fan of the genre, you must play it at some point because there are very few games that challenge you in the same way that a Baldur's Gate game would. My problem was when I played this, I was like still in high school. So I was like 13 or 12 years old. I had a party, Mm -hmm. but I don't know their abilities of like magic. I just see, oh, this is the sword icon. Uh, Attack them. And they're so weak in attacking the higher magic, <laughs> higher physical defense people. So I can easily kill kobolds. I can easily beat up drunken people in the in the bar. Mm-hmm. But when you go against magic, like, oh shit, they're doing fireballs. What are these yeah. other useless abilities I have? To bind them? What? To stun them? I don't need that. I just need my sword and shield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think as a, I, I think that <laughs> that is that kind of game did help form my my thoughts of gaming because around yeah when I did play that and I was like oh crap this this kills me a lot it and being a bit of a stubborn kid you kind of try to figure out okay what's going on what is this so it was games like Baldur's Gate Icewind Dale. Uh-huh. Or even uh, Arcanum, those kinds of RPGs really kind of brought out more of the thinker yeah. in me when it comes to being into those kinds of games and being more strategic, which I guess is also why one of the other genres of gaming that I enjoy a lot is the turn based strategy games. Oh, you know, yeah. like Civ 6 or. Uh, I think was it no Battlefield Earth was not turn based. It was real time strategy. RTS, okay. Yeah, RTS. But you know, FF Tactics, for example, is another turn based strategy. Actually, wait, Civ Six. Sorry, I, Civ Six is generally more categorized as a four X game. Those kinds of expanding and conquering types. So those are the slower, methodical games that I enjoyed growing up. And only recently did I really get into more action-oriented games, which explains why I'm still pretty bad at them. Well, for me, like, I think current Martin would actually understand the mechanics of a Baldur's Gate now after, like, Mm -hmm. because after I played that in high school, I finally got, in later years of my high school life, x-men legends one and two and it had the same mechanic mm. but i get how to use the abilities because i know oh a cyclops can do the optic blast so obviously i won't have cyclops punch his way into the whole damn map or like ice right. man can do ice you know? mm. <laughs> so had i learned from that game and replayed Baldur's mm. gate 2 i could have aced it but the Baldur's gate 2 cd got lost by my high school schoolmate so I'm like what the f Ooh. man yeah. I already know how to play this game and now you lost the damn CD. Oh well, I got 500 yes. pesos from it or 2,000 pesos and I used that <laughs> to buy an expansion pack for Sims 1 which was hot date and, and oh. the other expansion. So I'm like, yeah. okay. Well, so I'm shout out to anybody who's ever lent games to friends and never got them back. Yeah. It's Hit okay. that like button or share if you've ever played, <laughs> if you've ever shared a game with a friend never and never got it, it back. back. So start asking yourself, who did I lend this game to? I, I, I know the game I lent to is already back to me because I was bugging Rent to give me back my Persona 5 just for me to save uh, at home. And, and mm-hmm. shout out to him. He's, he's still playing it now, but on a PS3 emulator. So 
I think he'll be, he's progressing well, like from, I think a couple of days back, he was just in Kamusida. Now he's in Futaba's palace as of last Friday night. Mm. That's already... Uh, no, that's, quite, that's quite the jump, yeah. Yeah, because if that was me, I'd be grinding my ass, you know, <laughs> and mementos, mm-hmm. and taking it slow. And here I am, still in P5R at Kamushida's initial, you know, palace. We have yet to recruit on. <laughs> yeah, when I get around to playing P5R, I'll probably take it slower. Same. Because when I played the original P5, I, I took one whole week off of work just to focus on P5. <laughs> So I kind of played it practically nonstop for the entire week, and it still wasn't quite enough to finish end to end. Yeah, because that's like what? How many days? And Seven your days. average Persona Five run is going to be hundred something hours, right? Yeah, it took me so... like Christmas break to <laughs> Feb, and then that's when we started talking about it, like April of two thousand eighteen. <laughs> right. Those were the days when we had to like record in SM Light Mall or like at your place, which was ah, like yeah, a few those were the times. blocks away. <laughs> but thanks to Zoom, even I don't have to go out. We don't have to go outside. So thank you, Zoom. Thanks. Thanks to Zoom and your improved internet connection. Yes, because if I was still back at home, I doubt I'd be doing this <laughs> because I have mm-hmm. bad internet. I mean, screw the ping. We have ping right now, but we're still live recording this thing and there's a dog outside i'm sorry charles (laughs) it's fine and apologies to everybody else who's listening right now yeah i'm sure you'll understand if you have a dog (laughs) yeah like uh for me it's the walls here are thinner compared to the philippines i guess like you can just Ah. hear the car outside like if i was in my old house i don't know you can't hear you can't hear shit when we record. Like, you can't hear it. Mm-hmm. The only thing you'll hear is when there's a loud beeping outside, like the honking of a horn, but <laughs> a dog barking, it won't be recorded. But, but no. that said, uh, back at the whole uh, persona thing, uh, how was your reaction when you found out P4G? was going to the steam well honestly i wasn't too surprised because atlas does seem to be kind of shifting their attention towards their previously untapped market which is you know the pc platform and we've seen other uh similar moves from other publishers like uh capcom releasing their ace attorney games on steam and we see the long-time running uh, companies who have been doing lots of JRPGs like Falcom uh, releasing some of their games on Steam as well. There is a surprisingly large amount of Japanese games that are coming onto Steam for the first time and have now having a very legitimate place to get your games and support the developers directly. I think they, they're starting, you know, a lot of other uh, developers who previously might have just focused on purely console development might have some of the resources and interest in expanding into this uh, kind of market. And especially if it is titles that, like in the case of Atlas, it's P4G, they've had that uh, title around for quite a while since the PS Vita. So the, the P4G has outlived the original platform that it was developed for. So having it now getting a second lease on life on Steam only makes sense because who else is going to get, you know, a PS Vita in this day and age just to play Persona 4G? I was trying to, but I gave up on finding a Vita. <laughs> exactly. But now, now that it's eas- much more, you know, much more accessible... Yeah. On the PC platform no less. I'm pretty sure a lot of people, you know, bit the took the bait for that. And they and did. said, Hey, I never had a Vita and now I can play one of the top games from from that uh from that portable. Why yeah, not? 
Because yeah. like uh, I think the first three or four days upon release, it's it was the top one most downloaded in Steam. It only got overtook by certain titles like after third or fourth day. Yeah. It just goes to show how strong the uh, fan base is for Atlas or the Persona series. And makes me want to think, so you got P4G now. So are you going to get hopefully Persona 3P on Steam? But but I got the emulated version, but, you know, just saying. <laughs> I'd actually I spend say, money on that. I'd say that's, that really depends a lot on how well P4G, uh, P4G performs versus the expectations of Atlas. Yeah, because if it does perform much better than they anticipated, then I don't see any reason why they would, you know, hesitate to put P P three P. Heck, if they if it earned enough money, maybe they can even afford to rework P three P to make it more uh, PC, you know, friendly. Yeah, uh, I mean the compute. Yeah, because uh, it. It has a PSP. Ver- I think you have to scroll a lot on that thing. So it, instead of a motion thing, you use your mouse now. Yeah, I mean, it, it also makes a lot of sense that if they do have enough resources, they can expand on P3P. I hope because so. Because a lot of it, because the original, you know, because P3P is very stripped down compared to, you know, to... Persona 3. <laughs> yeah, to the original P3. Because for me... I, I would... S- Buy that because I can control my party members and no Otomarin Karen. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only Karen. reason. <laughs> or automatically or, like... Um, or Yukari casting Garu instead of... Healing you. Healing. <laughs> when you set her for healing. <laughs> God right? damn it, Yukari. Why you gotta be like this? Or, or Akihiko instead of defending... <laughs> Like a a a shadow that's like nulling or voiding your physical attack. It just means I need to punch harder. Punch. Dies. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, but I would say though that if we if we were gonna see something from Atlas regarding P three, it might be. What was that? What was the uh, what what was the title they gave the Persona three game? The with the answer uh, yeah well we'd, we'd, we'd more likely get some kind of remastered version of the answer than p3p i think just because it's probably easier to do and it would okay. be more palatable to an extent because the answer also i think does away with the auto uh controlled i, I think it's i'm not still sure there it's only the portable that has ah okay so if, if ever they do the FES version, like with the OG, you know, Persona, yeah, Persona 3 best. and, and uh, yeah. the answer, how about you let us, you know, control our party members? Maybe I'll give it a shot. Maybe. Or, or they can make a Persona 3 definitive edition where all, they have all three P3, <laughs> P3, yeah, where you can control your party members. The answer... And then they also have the alternate, uh, you know, exactly. alternate character version. Yeah. yeah. I like that. But yeah, I, I hope Again, it's... Atlas got their target because it only was a couple of days when they were on top. I think that would have gave their expectations already. I, I don't know. I hope so. I'm just hoping. While they're at it, they can also work on the other SMT games. Oh, Digital yeah. Devil. Ooh. <laughs> You know, I heard those... that story's effed up, man. Low key through your PC. So yeah, I mean, like, those are games that could definitely carve their own niche out on Steam, and I'm sure that it would probably find a lot of new fans. I know. Like, I might actually try to play it. Uh, have you been? Have you played SMT series though? Any of the games? I have. I wait. No. I'm okay, thinking about it. I've only played the persona I've only played Persona two Same here. three, four, five. Yeah. I, I only I have yeah, I've only seen okay. some of the SMT games, but I haven't played them I heard, directly. I heard it's freaking harder than Persona. So I'm like, uh, 
don't know. I'm a bit iffy. A re- remaster would be nice too. Yeah. Or um, a remake altogether. I mean, the the only thing stopping me from getting P4 Golden, aside from Retromania Wrestling, is the fact that I have yet to even progress through Innocent Sin Persona 2 in my emulator. Ah, I'm still at uh, Gigamatsu, so I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm halfway done, but I don't <laughs> know. I've I'm on four parts of Sumaru City, uh, and this Take is like time. it's like the emulator that has the file of an original Japanese version game. But uh-huh. since it's been what twenty years since Persona Two: Innocent Sin was released, like twenty-one years actually. Mm-hmm. We finally have people patching it up to make it English script. So I also have that. I have Suiko Guidance 1 and 2 with English patch. So yay. Mm-hmm. I haven't touched that too. God damn it. <laughs> well. Yeah. But I did play. Konami could games. definitely also deserve that kind of treatment. Their franchises are withering away. <sighs> yeah. I mean, they messed up. They screwed up big time when they had that schism with Kojima on the whole Metal Gear thing. That seemed kind of inevitable to me, given their direction. They don't seem to be too interested. Yeah. And that's a police, that kind of car alarm? (laughs) No, it's just a car alarm. Happens a lot here. Even at night. (laughs) Man, so, yeah, about that. Did you... uh, you played P2, uh, also emulator, or like legit the PS1 version of Eternal? The PS1 Wars? version. Oh, snap. Hey, yeah. did, did you know Trian actually played that? <laughs> oh. But he I played I... the first part. Mm-hmm. He mentioned that to me. Uh, he mentioned that a uh-huh. couple of episodes back. And we're like, oh, shit. You played that? <laughs> like, Yeah, it, it's in one of those games that you pick it up. You're like, huh, this is kind of interesting. Yeah. And then when you find out there's like a debug mode and everything, and oh, then shit. just kind of dick around with the game. So, but, but sadly, yeah. just like me, he didn't progress after the first stage, which was uh, Seven Sisters High, when you first encountered the new Joker. Not to be confused with mm. Persona 5's Joker or the Joker yeah. from P5, P2 Innocent Sin. Speak of it, damn, that's a lot of Jokers, Persona. Yep. Normally you'd only see two in a 52 card deck. Yeah, this is three of them. One who looks like yeah. a Joker, one with a uh, a paper bag Joker, and the Phantom Thief Joker. By the way, going back to the Steam sale, is there anything else that you've actually Wanted kind of looked at? Yeah, um, there on your was, wish list. Um, there's always War of the Gods on my wish list, but it's like a joke wish list because I want to play Jesus uh, versus Buddha versus Muhammad. You know, that uh, thing. Yes. <laughs> so every time it's on Steam sale, I get the email of, hey, the one on your wish list, just one on your wish list in the first place, is on sale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you get the graphic of Jesus like fighting toe to toe with, I think, Buddha or some other god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh man. It's, it's a just, lot of things that are surprisingly that are surprisingly uh on well on sale. I know. Yeah. Like Arc is very cheap here. Like I can buy it. But 80% I, off. Yeah, I'm saying like, but I might need that 17 Hayes just in case Retromania is 150 or 200 Hayes. Mm-hmm. I don't even have 200 on my Steam wallet, just a hundred plus. <laughs> so like you know, I would, I would so jump into the sale if P4G is there. But that's after yeah. I get Retro Mania Wrestling. Like, it's it has the WrestleFest engine, like the one we played in the '90s. Yeah, and the characters are like Johnny Mundo, the Blue World Order, right. the Legion of Doom, and Zack Ryder and Kurt. Uh, sorry. Matt Cardona and Brian Myers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Gotta make those corrections. Gotta make those corrections. It was fun how they got this deal in me. Damn dog. <laughs> 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 I 
it was so funny how they got into the game immediately after they got released. Like a few days later, we got some news for you. Here's the new two <laughs> characters. They're Matt Cardona and Brian Myers. Holy shit, that was fast. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they Word also, gets around. Uh, and they also have Zach Zaber Jr. So, oh my God. Ah. Imagine playing that game. You play Johnny Mundo, who's now John Morrison in WWE, but he got the deal mm-hmm. like months before he, you know, came back to the East. Signed, so, yeah. Yeah, so it's already okay. Then you can have him versus, you know, Zach Zaber. Or like you can have the Legion of Doom versus the Blue World Order. Or you can have, <laughs> you know, uh, NWA champion Nick Aldis going toe-to-toe with Tommy Dreamer, who's also in the game. Oh, like It's nice. a mismatch of current-gen wrestlers with a handful of old-school guys. So you have Legion of Doom, mm-hmm. you have Austin Idol, who I have no freaking clue who is, but he's there. Mm-hmm. Um and another old school guy, I, I forget. But yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, and I'm interested how they got. Uh, it's weird. Like you have this IP of the WrestleFest engine from Tecmo. I don't know how much it cost the developers, but here they are after years of getting that. Right. Good job on them, because it was part of Konami. I think WrestleFest wasn't it Konami? Oh, yeah. Not I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I know there was a Konami-centric game from a WWE, so it might be WrestleFest. Uh, have you played it before in the arcade or in the emulator, WrestleFest? I don't think so, no. Like, no I don't Like, I don't recall playing too many wrestling video games outside of the ones that were on the PS2. Yeah. Some of the earliest, wait, no, the earliest game I remember playing was rest. Was it WrestleMania? The one where it had like Doink the Clown. It had um, oh Shawn Michaels, I think. Yes, uh, oh, Razor it, Ramon. I played that in the Super Nintendo with my brother. Same. He, he yeah, there it. we go. Yeah, it was on. It was on SNES. Yeah. And oh my god, that was we, the earliest that I played. Yeah. Oh my god, we were talking about that too with the Naughty Boys, like. Undertaker with a literal tombstone <laughs> putting over your head. So, uh, okay. Yeah. Let's see. So now I'm here. Uh, WWF WrestleFest is a professional wrestling game released by Tech Neos in 1991. So it was from Japan. Uh, Tecmo in America. Sorry, it's Tecmo pala. Sorry, guys. But here's the funny part. Guess who were mm-hmm. the publishers of the game? Technos Japan. Tecmo and THQ. Uh, who would later THQ. on? Who would later on do the SmackDown series of the games? I miss those. Good times. Good times. Ah, yeah. But yeah, so Retromania. I'm I'm really waiting for that Retromania wrestling. That's gonna be my longest wait. I guess, because it's going to be coming out on PS4, the Switch, Xbox One, and Windows. But hey, why not have it on my Steam if I can have it on my Steam, right? Yeah, at least, you know, uh, what do you call that? It would be nice to have it all kind of consolidated. Retromania Wrestling, I have the, I have it on my Steam page right now. Right? Uh, it's coming soon, but it's there. Oh, you also have Colt Cabana. Yeah, you got Johnny Retro. So I guess his <laughs> co- name is Johnny Retro there. <laughs> yeah, Hawking Animal, Austin Idol, uh, the guy who I see in NWA uh, commercials right now. Uh, I don't know, whoever they are. And uh, yeah, about uh, who are the people who are part of this game? What the hell? I can't see it. I, I just saw the. Oh, here. So yeah, you got Hawk Animal, uh, Tommy Dreamer, Nick Aldis, Colt Cabana, Johnny Retro, Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, The Blue Meanie, Big Stevie Cool, <laughs> Hollywood Nova. Oh, Nikita Koloff. He, that's the other guy. Oh, and this guy. I think we know this guy. We met him in person. Jeff Cobb, baby. Ah, yes. Jeff Cobb. You can finally play Jeff Cobb in a video game. 
Uh, we have Zack Sabre Jr., Austin Idol, and Warhorse. I guess this is the guy who won the independent wrestler contest a few months back. Ah, okay. So he defeated the 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 bald buff guy who who's not Johnny Sins, but he's a wrestling commentator guy who looks like Johnny Sins. Uh, well, he was from what culture? That guy, what culture guy that looks like Johnny Sins? Simon Simon Miller. Yeah, Simon Miller. Yeah, Simon Miller. Uh, he defeated Sugar Dunkerton. He defeated also a couple of well-known indie guys just to get into this. So, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good way to win against certain. You know, very popular people on the indies. So good job on the warhorse. So I can't wait to use this move set or, or you know, F it, I'll just play Zach Ra- Matt Cardona all the way. <laughs> woo woo woo, you know it. <laughs> so aside from Retromania wrestling, I have nothing else I'm catching my I have my eye on on Steam. How about you though? What's the game you wanna buy but you're trying to hold off on on Steam? Well, I'll be honest. I've already spent my money on Steam. I recently got Disco Elysium, Elysium. which is uh, an interesting RPG, Disco Elysium. Okay. Hmm. It's very, uh, it seems to be quite well received because based on the reviews, it is pretty good. And I've also heard some interesting things about the way that it handles its storytelling, which is always a plus for the games that I play. If it, tell, if it tells a story well, if it tells a good story well, then I don't see any reason why I shouldn't, you know, just pick it up and play it. Exactly. So that's going to be something I'll need to make time for, especially since I recently finished a couple of playthroughs of Undertale. Oh, wait. Undertale's over... very cheap on Steam right now. Yep, yep. God. I've, I've uh, had it for a while. And I haven't really had the chance to really play through all the different endings and stuff until recently. So I finally got around to it. And it is well worth the hype. So if you get the opportunity to play it, I would say you do. As, you know, especially if you don't mind the way that it looks like a, it's very indie looking. It's okay. I very mean... retro-ish. I'm gonna play it because it doesn't hit my it doesn't hit my PC hard because I don't have graphics card at my right. laptop hard. So of course I'll be taking advantage of the cheap graphics. It's not cheap. It's like simpler graphics, I guess. Yep. Oh, but uh, the storytelling is on point, and there's a lot of little subtle things that Undertale does that really you know makes it shine, and you really do need to play through. Uh, play through the game multiple times to see a lot of these little nuances and some even bigger changes depending on how you play it. So I can't really say any more without potentially ruining or spoiling the rest of it. So I just say if you have the chance to play it and it looks like it's up your alley, play it. All right. Speaking of like uh, things... Oh, speak of Undertale. I remember this was one of the well, this was the, I think, the final NJPW-esque show or entrance that mm. Kenny Omega had, the Undertale yes, intro. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. And, yes. and this was an Undertale-style intro as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, he. I, I enjoyed that reference. Yeah. I didn't know the game, but man, I wanted, after I heard about this, I saw the video, like, oh, got to check this game out. Uh, I didn't play it, but I heard the song, the full song. It's pretty nice. The, the guitar solo, uh, the guitar parts of yeah. that song. Undertale is great music. It is, uh, especially some of the bigger boss fights, really great and memorable tracks. Uh, so, uh, so speaking of things I I see on Steam, I, I, I didn't buy this on sale. I bought, I bought it on its... You know, it's normal price. Uh, I'm still stuck playing a lot of Stardew Valley. I'm in year ah. two. So I unlock the bus going to the desert. I unlock the, the mine carts. Um, yeah, basically all that. My target is to rejuvenate this community center by sacrificing all of my crops or all the things I forage or all the things I fish just to unlock everything. So like yeah. I can sell this today, but I want to unlock this now. It's right. Just, you want to 
because you do need to give it. Uh, you have to complete those checklists yeah, at the community the, center. Yeah, the bundles. Like, ah, uh, it's gold. Uh -huh. I want to sell it, but what is a hundred bucks for unlocking something better than a hundred bucks? Huh. Apparently, Warframe is being recommended for me. It says most oh. popular among players like you. Oh, Tenno, it's, it's calling you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm still kind of busy playing Destiny, and there's the upcoming uh, expansion coming in September, Beyond I'm Light. I'm happy you're... No, Destiny's doing well, even though the sales sucked, and they just made it for free now, right? Yeah, the base game is free, but the expansions the do... Yeah, you kind of need to pay for, but... It is, uh, it is still doing pretty all right. So, like, props to the devs. Like, even though the CD sales weren't that good, the DLC is making them alive, right? Is the community actually, still lively? Yep, and they actually broke away from from their publisher, Activision. Ah, okay, I think that's why. Like, so yeah, so now they're actually independent. So they're publishing themselves. That's and good... they're still trying to basically transition out of what they had planned with Activision and into something more of their own creative vision and they'll do it their own way. And I guess that was the good step on their part because, look, it didn't die. When it went free, it's like, ah, oh, there goes all the uh, the money down the drain. But no, no, it's active. Uh, are you still, is there an active fan base with you there, like playing Destiny 2? Yeah, I would say that there is still an active community playing. That is the reason why they're still able to release uh, their expansions. And I would say that the upcoming, that they recently announced the trailer for their expansion. And I have seen some excitement uh, build up again. So maybe we'll see an influx of new players coming up in September and maybe some old players coming back. Oh. Especially since you're going to make uh, some rather sweeping changes uh, come next expansion. New abilities, new maps, an entire new region to explore. And uh, one of the things that kind of interests me is this thing that they're calling the Vault, which is basically them uh, kind of shelving away certain content that's not played as much, certain maps, certain areas, they'll put it away. But in exchange, they can bring back some of their uh, classic content from Destiny 1. Oh, wow. Including old raids. Do they, They're they planning have... to... Nice. Yeah, it's their, it's their game. The only, okay. I think, thing that... Uh, I'm not even sure if Activision was their publisher already at the time, but yeah. They're going to bring back some old raids, too. That's Which true. looks interesting because I've never played D1, so I'm kind of interested in seeing what this kind of content would be. Okay, well, well at least it's bad. Like, I, I was scared the IP of Destiny 1 was stuck with activism, but that's a nice bounce back from not being printed with CDs to, you know, finding a second and active, a more active life on online or digital content. Uh -huh. That's a good. I know that's a good, you know, progression of their story. Like you said, oh, they have no more CDs, no more way to get it. Nope, because of quarantine, we now have better ways to get digitized. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of cool, man. So aside from that, you got Ark, you got Animal Crossing, and Destiny. Uh huh. Uh, what? Other games aside from the expansion, are you looking forward to like in the next few weeks? Well, I need to catch up. There's a lot of games that I haven't picked up because I have been playing Animal Crossing. So, like again, uh, like Persona Five Royal, I need to pick that up because I haven't, you know, really oh, had the time to to get into it. So did I definitely you, need to pick that up. Did you pre-order it, a physical copy? I think I did, and it's probably with uh, with the data blitz. I haven't visited yet. Oh my god! Yeah. So I probably should. Yeah, you gotta ask them if it's there already. Because here, um, funny part is when I was on a grocery store here or buying a load for Steam, 
I can't see a physical copy of P5R, but damn, uh, The Last of Us 2 is everywhere. I don't know. Yeah, I got to play that too because I played The uh, Last of Us 1 and I enjoyed most of it. I just wasn't quite pleased with the ending oh, of, of the first game. So, okay. Well, for... So I was thinking, you know, let's see how, how Last of Us 2 does. I mean, if, if anything, I'll get a solid, you know, gameplay experience because I don't think Naughty Dog has really failed to deliver on that front yet. Yeah. I feel guilty of getting a certain game that have yet to touch it after the first stage. It's the free version of uh, the Nathan Drake collection. Ah, yes. When the it was free. Collection, yeah. yeah, I have it now, but I'm like, so am I going to start it? And then I have the backlog of Shenmue 1 and the backlog mm. of, of Resident Evil Revelations 1. I'm like, uh, am I going to buy Last of Us? I haven't even started these three series yet. <laughs> uh, I would say that uh, Un- Uncharted is a pretty quick game. It's okay. not something that you need an overly long investment in because, like, for example, Uncharted 1, I was able to finish it over the course of a day in Whoa. practically in one sitting. Okay. So, you know, these are very, you know, the, the Uncharted games are very cinematic experiences. Okay, then. Uh, so, you know, it's not really expected to be an overtly long one. So, you know, I mean, or if you want, what you can do is pick up, uh, what do you call that? Pick up Uncharted 1, finish it, then do something else, then you can go back to Uncharted 2 when you feel like it, which is the best one, by the way. A 2, okay. Yeah, Uncharted 2, at least in my opinion, that's the best. And then maybe uh, Ghosts of uh, Tsushima. But that's a little bit, yeah, it's PS4 exclusive. Uh how much is it like free or like very no it's uh it's a recently released game oh nuts okay i guess actually i'm wait i'm not 100 percent sure if it's even really released yet or those were just uh recently reviewed yeah i think it's oh no it's coming out on july 17 ghost of tsushima it'll be coming out july 17 2020 which should be out by the time this thing, which should already be out by the time by the time this video, oh sorry, not a video, this podcast releases, right? Yep. So I'm hopefully I'll be playing this when it when this airs. Alrighty, I'm hopeful. Alright, <laughs> it's like, oh, what what kind of game is this though? Is it like uh, the Dark Souls game? Uh, Third-person action, yeah. So it probably has a very similar gameplay style. But I, again, I, I don't know the exact uh, way that it plays yet because it's not yet out. But from based on the gameplay, it is kind of... It's probably closer to... What was the other game that came out? After Serico? Souls? Seriko something? Sekiro. There we Sekiro? go. Sekiro? Sekiro? Maybe, maybe more closer to Sekiro. Okay. Yeah, like the ghost games are like the in thing now. I like that. Hopefully that means Fatal Frame is coming back. What am I saying? I might be scared to shit if I play that. (laughs) Well, maybe they can release a a remaster compilation of all the Fatal Frame games and then release a brand new Fatal Frame game. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. That that sounds like a solid, you know, solid business plan to me. Amen. And uh, yeah, speak of. And while so- they're at it, why not go with new Tenshu games? Oh my God! Yes, Tenshu. I love playing Tenshu One because of the the bug mode. <laughs> ah, I enjoyed Tenshu Two, or oh, like Stealth Assassins more, because of the level creation kit. Yes, like, like you make. All of them, like, you know the panels where you just stay on that ground and it just trap doors you eventually? Mm-hmm. I made a whole room of that. <laughs> and at the edge, it's you and a boss battle. So, like, falling tiles boss battle. 
Yeah, that's gonna be fun. So midway, both of us just fell to our doom. Like, uh... <laughs> God. So yeah, Ghost of Tsushima is probably something gonna, I'm gonna be looking forward to. Yeah, man. I'm also looking forward to like Retromania. So I'll, uh, maybe mm-hmm. when we talk, hopefully, yeah, hopefully by August or maybe next week. I don't know. Let's do or maybe it. we can stream it. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Uh, like, I'm, I'm just scared of the ping here from Brazil to Philippines. And like, how, ah. I, you know, if now it's good because we don't have video on and we're just recording, but like, you know, video plus live stream plus other internet, whatever, the, whatever. The, the I'm whole- sure we can have a, we can have a setup done. Yeah. It's just going to be a matter of, uh, you know, who's going to host it, who's going to stream it, etc. Yeah. But yeah. When we get uh there. yeah. Yeah. Send us a comment if you're interested, you know, in learning and watching us play through all all sorts of, you know, shenanigans with retromania. Oh yeah, when it comes out. Or maybe or maybe <laughs> even having, you know, having us play through a scary game, like I don't know, Alien Isolation. <laughs> oh, no God no, I can't do it. Or Fatal Frame. I mean that stuff would be <laughs> Oh, or Let's see how that goes. Echo Knight. I think I might have the courage. No, I won't have the courage of that ever. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Alien Isolation. Uh, Outlast. Outlast. Amnesia. Oh, God. No. <laughs> All those classic games. Let's see how that goes out. Yeah. So, yeah, you just hit up the comment. You leave a comment in there if you want to see it happen. Yeah, and don't forget to like us on Facebook. That's Critical Index on the Facebook. We have a website. It's criticalindex.net. And where can oh, they see you? already? I guess so. Because <laughs> it, it might get dark and scary for me, man. <laughs> well, it is. But yeah. Yeah, dude. Thank you for this, you know, joining us this week. And where can they see you online, man? Well, you can always check out Facebook at Critical Index, and there's also my page, Sword9, specifically. Same thing on Twitter. You can look up Sword9 there, or you can also check out all the Critical Index stuff. And you can also check out the freshly minted, uh, relaunched, still under kind of construction, Sword9.com. Wait, it's it's back on? It is back on, and it is good for a certain period of time. So I just need to get the... uh, the website in order. Hopefully, by the time this video, this podcast comes out, it will be nice and spiffy and ready for you know new content. So you can look forward to that. Nice, nice. And that's it, guys. Uh, also, don't forget to listen to our other shows like uh, Third World Linux, Bodega Nights, and Radio Norm. And that's it for me and Charles. We're out of here. See you next time. Adios.